Hey y'all, this is Amanda with Unconventional Family and you are listening to Sippin' Coffee and Spillin' Tea. We are going to get into all the things. Being a wife, a mother, a Christian, a business owner, an entrepreneur, there's no limit to what we're going to talk about. Y'all get ready. What's up, best friends? Hello, friends. (laughs) Happy Saturday. It's the weekend, finally. We've made it, y'all. I'm sitting here going through my prayer cards because I did not find a quote to go off of for this podcast. And... I have a whole little box of these little prayer cards and they call them prayer card prayer cards but they're just scriptures. They're not actually like little prayers. How was everyone's week? How was your week? I'm going to be quite honest. I don't feel like I had the best week ever. I feel like it was I don't know what I feel like it was. I feel like it was a freaking chaotic storm, like a cosmic storm I got sucked up into and thrown around and I feel like maybe I got bit by an ostrich inside of the storm. I don't even know. <laughs> I, sound, I sound like I just took some LSD or something and <laughs> got on a podcast. Oh, boy, this week felt like it was never ending. I felt like absolutely nothing went right. Well, I say that, but then looking back on it, some really cool stuff happened. But y'all, I don't know. I don't know. I am Miss, Mrs., call me Mrs. Positivity, but, oh boy, I think, here's my problem. I got super aggravated today, bless my heart. Some of you know, some of you don't know, and I am not going into detail because that is not for me to share, but my husband is now not the assistant coach of the baseball team. He is now the head coach for reasons I will not talk about. (laughs) So he has recruited our oldest son, of course, (laughs) to come play baseball for the rest of the year. So I now have to go to all the baseball games where which me and Oliver were just making that like mommy and son nights. And we were going to go to some of the home games. Yes, I was going to support Jason, but who you know, if your child is on the team, like you better be there. You don't miss anything. So I went And I love most of the parents and I get along great. I, y'all, I can get along with just about anyone, but here's, here's where, here's where I'm a little different than some people. Jason learns people by talking to them and like having conversations with them. And he, you know, he can just go up and start a conversation. Me, I am not a shy person at all very outgoing person. But the way that I learn people is I sit back quietly by myself. And I have been doing this all year since Jason has been coaching. I am learning who I want to befriend and people I want to stay away from, right? I do not want to be in that problem crowd. You know, those parents that cause issues, don't want to be there. So I sit back and I I watch and I listen. Today I watched and I listened and I learned who I do not want to be buddies with. And I had a very hard time keeping my mouth zipped. So I just leaned up, 
stared, made sure my stare was acknowledged. But really what I wanted to do was lean over this gentleman's shoulder and whisper to him in a very kind voice and say, if you don't like what's going on out there, why don't you quit your job and volunteer to coach these boys? If not, then you need to zip it. But I didn't. I was very passive-aggressive, leaned forward with my very dark black glasses on, stared until I was acknowledged by the wife, continued to stare, and I think they figured out who I was. (laughs) Because I've been, I came to one game so far this year that they've had, so it's not like my presence has been seen so not a whole you know the parents that I'm decently close with know who I am but these parents didn't really know who I was until tonight so hopefully I will take my seat right behind them at the next game and we'll see anyways I don't know y'all if y'all are those parents don't be those parents because one the kids don't want to hear it they know when they've screwed up They get it. They are going to get it from their coach when they've screwed up. But y'all, hold on. These people were not really griping about a coaching decision, although they thought one of the coaching decisions was stupid. Come to find out it wasn't a coaching decision. It was a kid decision. A kid pulled himself out of the game because he hurt or his shoulder was hurting. This guy was talking about a child whose mom and grandparents were sitting in front of him by about seven or eight feet. And I'm just like, you've got to be kidding me. But anyways, if you are the people that want to talk crap about the coach while he's not on the field or the kids, just remember their family is more than likely in the stands. Their children who if they don't have any children out on the field, are probably in the stands. And keep your mouths closed. Talk about it on your ride home. Trust me, we've had plenty of those talks. We talk about it on the ride home. And if not, there may be a mama or a coach's wife with a hat on, a smile on their face, and really dark glasses giving you the death stare, biting their tongue, and trying really hard not to say anything. Now, mind you, had you been talking about my child, there may have been a little bit more than a stare. Those pretty big dark glasses may have flown across the stands and hit you right upside your dome. And then there may have been some words. But I have to keep my composure because my husband is now the head coach. That's hard for me. Yeah, I don't, hmm. Anyways, so after a week that feels like I've been sucked up into a chaotic storm and bit by an ostrich, that's where I landed myself tonight. Came home, ate me a nice big salad. Me and the hubs drove into Taylor to get the boys and himself some Taco Bell. Got halfway there, realized neither one of us brought our wallets. Turned around, came back home, got the wallet. Went back to Taco Bell. All is right in my world. I am about to go soak in a bubble bath, 
We've got a big day tomorrow. We're doing yard work. I'm going to try to redo the front flower bed. The boys are going to be getting the backyard ready for Oliver's party and our family dinner on Sunday, which by the way, if you're listening to this, everybody's invited. We are going to make, we're just going to have a fantastic weekend. We just, we haven't had hardly any family time this, uh, this week. We haven't, we've seen each other in passing. There have been a few nights that I have been, I've seen Jason as I was getting ready to go to bed and he was getting ready to go to bed and it was a hug and a kiss. Love you. Good night. And yeah, we're just rolling with it. We have to, and it was, it was a lot. I don't even know that it was this much during football season. I probably was like this during football season, but this is our first year of him coaching high school sports. And so our family is still trying to get into the swing of things whenever, I mean, obviously he's, this is his first year, so he's been assistant coaching, but now thrown into head coaching and he is also teaching full-time now. He used to be just the ISS teacher and then would fill in subbing whenever he was needed, but now he is a full-time teacher. It's a little bit different. So we made an adjustment during football season and we we got used to that schedule. And then after football season, you know, they're in off season. And then he was just the assistant baseball coach. We had a pretty good rhythm going this week, kind of taking what was, what was thrown at us and God, he loves these boys so much, and they're such good kids, man. He's got he's got some of the best kids right now, and uh, we actually have one of them that got accepted into the same colleges as Wyatt, and unfortunately, his family is not able to take him, so my husband and I are going to take him with us whenever we take Wyatt up there at the end of April, and I just, I want to make it super special for him and really celebrate the both of them. Make sure that he feels special and loved just as much as just as much love as Wyatt's getting in acceptance, you know, that Wyatt's getting being accepted into the school and and stuff like that. So and then when you're I think it's so easy when I am like a visionary and a dreamer and no matter what's going on, I feel like I can always still see the best is yet to come. And I'm going to say this week has, it has been hard to see it because honestly, I just, it just was not anything that could go wrong went wrong. Like my, my car was in the shop. I went and paid for it today. I wasn't able to pick it up because Jason wasn't, obviously he had to stay and take the boys to, to their game. So I went and paid for my car. It was like a couple hundred more than we we had planned on it being we've got this birthday coming up and now we're really trying to like make sure we get everything ready for Wyatt's schooling, which by the way, if you've never enrolled a kid into college, it's like applying for a home loan or something. It's it's absolutely crazy all the information that they need from the parents. And I didn't know that. Maybe a lot of you already know this. I had no idea. And so we've got another Zoom call that we've got to set up for some financial aid stuff and it's not and I'm not saying like we're having to get like loans and stuff like that like the boy is going to be taken care of mostly by the state of Texas because he was in foster care for a month before he came to live with us and so one thing that the state of Texas does is they do pay for your college if you go to school in the state you are in foster care in Texas and you go to school in Texas then then they pay for most of the college but it's just absolutely insane to me so 
yeah, I don't know. It's been crazy. It's been a crazy week. I honestly completely forgot about this podcast. Chelsea had to remind me as I was in the Taco Bell parking lot tonight ordering. She's like, hey, you, I'm not seeing a podcast for Saturday. Saturday. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. That's because I didn't record one. Let me get home and record one real quick. So obviously I want every day to be the best day ever. I wake up you know, really believing it's going to be the best day ever. And I was quickly, quickly brought back to reality quite a few times this week. So, but we are going to end on a good note. I'm going to take a hot Dr. Teal's bubble bath. We're going to wash the week away. I'm going to throw on some Duck Dynasty. I'm going to crawl into my bed get a good night's rest, and then we are just going to enjoy each other this weekend and love on everybody that comes to the house on Sunday, and we're just, we're going to refuel. Yeah, it's going to be a great weekend, right? Best weekend ever. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it every day, even if it's not the best day ever. I'm going to wake up believing that it's going to be the best day ever. So, I found this on my prayer card today, and it is Psalm 147 and 4. He determines the number of stars and calls them each by name. What a reminder that every single star in the sky has a name. How dare I think that he doesn't care about me? He named the stars. He placed each and every one of them in the sky and gave them a name. How much more does he care about me, right? He formed me. He put me in my mother's womb. And I am going to actually going to quote my pastor, Pastor Mark. On Wednesday night, we did a Q&A for Bible study. And it's one of the best quotes that I think that he's ever came up with. And it was, before you were a person, you were a purpose. That's God had a purpose for you before he even formed you. Like he knew you before you were even a person, like as he was molding you and creating you to put you in your mother's belly, he had a purpose for your life. And he knew every single thought that you'd have, every single word that you'd say, every downfall that you had, he knew that. And that's so cool that he loved you that much. And he, you know, Pastor Mark went on to say that you were not a mistake, no matter how you ended up in this world, no matter what people say, you were not a mistake. You were put here for a purpose. And I think through all of the good and the bad, and the ugly, and the times that we shake our fist up towards heaven and tell God that (laughs) he hates us and he doesn't love us because if he did, he wouldn't put us through what he puts, you know, what we feel like sometimes he puts us through, but it's all part of a testimony and it's all part of a plan and a purpose. And I mean, some of it is our own stupid decisions. Yeah, I just, I don't know why I felt like those two really went together. You were I just, that psalm, as I was reading through these, just kind of hit me. He determines the number of stars and calls them each by name. And those are just stars. Those aren't human beings with souls and spirits. 
You know, the stars were not created to worship him. We were created to worship him. The stars weren't created to love God. We were created to love God. So we were made so much more special than a star. But he numbered them and he calls them by name. And so that's just a reminder that he loves me. He calls me by name, right? And so we're going to end there on that happy note. You were a purpose before you were a person. And God has something big and extraordinary waiting for you to just throw your hands up and surrender to him and say, whatever you want me to do, I'll go through all the ugly and the nasty and I will do what you've asked me and called me to do. So I hope y'all have the most fantastic weekend ever. I hope you get to love on your family, love on your friends, enjoy the wonderful spring slash half summer weather. It's a little bit warmer than what I would like for spring weather, but it's central Texas. So (laughs) the evenings are absolutely beautiful during this time. The days are getting a little bit warm, but as long as you find a nice body of water around, you'll be all right. So I love y'all. I will see you next week. Have the best weekend ever. See y'all later.